0: We were uh, looking to replace some school board uh, members and we were very successful in that election on August the 4th. So I wanted to reach out to you to let you know what you providing the Tennessee Freedom Summit did in order for us to take the the stand and get involved locally that we did.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Lewis, founder of the Tennessee Conservative, the Volunteer State's largest conservative news outlet. Today, I'm joined by a group of patriots and conservatives who got fed up by the woke agenda of their local elected officials and decided to do something about it at the ballot box. They are Mark Pulliam, Cheryl Wall, and Jennifer Clemmer. It is my sincere hope that their story will help encourage you to get involved and take action in your own backyard. It's what we need at the county court house, the school board, and especially in the Tennessee General Assembly. Guys, welcome to the program. Glad you're here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us.
1: So. Cheryl, this all started uh, with a little email that you sent me um, about what you were able to do and take action after you attended the the Tennessee Freedom Summit, which is happening next week. If you haven't gotten your tickets, guys, TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. If you will, uh, kind of tell us what you sent me and and give us a recap of what that was um, in the audience. And also, I want to then kind of do a round robin with you three so you can tell me you know, what your background uh, is and how you got involved in conservative politics. We'll take that next, but just give us a summary about what you sent over.
0: Sure, Uh, so after the local elections that we had on August 4th, um, Blank County did, uh, we were uh, looking to replace some school board uh, members, and we were very successful in that election on August the 4th, so I wanted to reach out to you to let you know what you providing the Tennessee Freedom Summit did in order for us to take the, the, the stand and get involved locally that we did. Um, we started, uh, we went to D.C. in November of 2020 and marched to the Supreme Court. Um, Jennifer and I did. Mm-hmm. And we knew then that we had to come back and get involved locally. And we found you in your Tennessee conservative news and seen the summit that you were having in McDonald. It was the first one, I think, that you had. So we got our tickets and we just took off down there didn't know anybody well right beside us at the table beside us was mark and his wife lori and dr michelle hooper they were there and we got to talking and realized we were from Black county so mark um we came back got involved with his coalition met some parents and set out on a mission um, because we just was not getting the response back from the school board with our concerns that we were wanting, um, so that was the beginning. The Tennessee Freedom Summit led us to the group of wonderful individuals that we've met here in Blount County to get involved with.
1: Well, that is excellent. That is my my entire aim is to get people together because you never know when you start mixing together all the ingredients what will come out of it, and the ingredients are right. primarily knowledge, relationships et cetera, tools. So <clears throat> briefly, I'd like to go out and I'm going to start with Jennifer uh, and then we'll come to Mark and then loop back to you, Cheryl. Um, people think that they have to be like politically uh, engaged way, way, way past what they really need to be to be effective. They think that they have to have all this experience in government, mm-hmm. Uh, as if people can't just recognize when they're not being served properly or things aren't being done in their interests. And I just don't think that's so. And so <laughs> as succinctly as you can, and we'll start with you, Jennifer, talk a little bit about your background, because I don't think any of you were really super politically involved. Maybe Mark was a little bit uh, super politically involved before you got engaged. Uh, talk a little bit about, you know, your background and how you decided it's time to get to get involved more than just shrugging your shoulders and saying, wow, this is terrible, but I guess it's as good as we can get. Jennifer.
2: Right, right. Well, I'm a stay-at-home mom of five. Um, I have plenty to do with my t- with my time. And um, I ha- I've always been a patriot. I've always kept up a little bit, but it was just kind of a things that I tried to instill in my children. I've, I've been a homeschool mom for about 14 years, but we've also had a very close tie with the public schools through athletics. And I, now I have kids back in the public school. We've we've done some different things with the kids, but um, I, I had national concerns, but I felt like I was pretty secure here in East Tennessee. I grew up in Nashville, um, walked to school. I lived really close to the airport, ro- walked to school, rode my bike. You know, it was just a very different town. Um, so it, now it's a huge town, but then in East Tennessee, I felt like, oh, this is this is secure and we're safe here and we have our conservative values are protected here and we just started seeing a little bit of the warning signs that I think a lot of people have kind of seen you know I just we were living our, our lives and we we thought well maybe we should get involved and so then Cheryl and I got involved a little bit in what was going on in DC and we came back and thought well what do we need to do here you know we may not be able to change the world or change the country but what can we do here in our hometown um, that we love? We love Maribel, We love Blount County. And so it's, um, I think that just taking those steps and coming to your summit and reaching out and, and the Lord really ordained our steps and put us with the right people. Cause we're just, we're all just people. I'm just a mom and, um, you know, living my life. I, I, I have I have gifts and talents. Cheryl has totally different gifts and talents. You know, we, we were joking about our technical um, <laughs> abilities here, and so you when you see everybody who can come together, and that's what we found here in Blunt County is just a tremendous group of, of people who had the same concerns that we had, and we have um, we started our parents' organization and just said, hey, let's get involved. And once you do that and get the ball rolling, you'll be amazed at what. Uh, What doors open and what connections are made and you want to make sure your motives are pure and that you, you have the right motives. you just want to help your community and that's what that's what we decided to do.
1: Well that makes a lot of sense and like you said you and one thing I I like what you said because if you can spend a dollar and it'll get you 10 miles locally it might get you 10 inches in DC. But you spend that time, energy, and effort, and the hours you put in really make a big difference when it's at the local level. Mark, talk about, you know, you've not been here forever, uh, but you've been here quite a while. Talk a little bit about uh, what your experience was and how you decided to get engaged.
3: First, Jennifer and Cheryl are way too modest. So they created a local chapter of a national group, Parents Involved in Education. is called Smoky Mountain Pie, their chapter. And compared to two years ago, the county school board has gone from five teacher union-oriented uh, lapdogs to uh, they just, we elected three parent-oriented reformers and one of the worst people on the board of education who had been elected by default as a write-in two years ago is so concerned about this uh, renewed parental involvement, she's already waving the white flag and telling people she's not going to run for re-election. So in two years, we should have the entire Board of Education of people aligned with the Smoky Mountain Pie group. And that was entirely as a result of the introduction that we were able to make at the summit last year. So my wife and I moved to Eastern Tennessee in 2019. Um, I'm, we're both retired. Uh, I was a lifelong conservative. We left Texas, Austin, Texas, because it was getting too woke. And one of the reasons we moved to Eastern Tennessee is because we thought it would be, and it is more politically conservative. But when we got here, we realized that the local paper wasn't conservative. The local GOP was missing in action. And there's a lot of elected officials who called themselves Republican, but they were essentially rhinos. And so we thought, what can we do to alert the people in our community to the danger of you know, both progressive uh, inroads and then also uh, the establishment because nature abhors a vacuum. And if conservatives are not asserting themselves, other people will fill that vacuum. And so I created a, a Facebook page, Uh, Blount County Conservative Sentinel. Uh, We started a a group that meets monthly about a year and a half ago, Blount County Conservative Coalition, which sort of led to the creation of the Smoky Mountain Pie chapter. And now, as a result of your efforts and our efforts, you know, working together with organization and communication, a seven term rhino in the state legislature, uh, Bob Ramsey's was replaced by a Tennessee conservative news-endorsed conservative.
1: Amen. Bob, Amen. Ramsey, yes. I need yes. Bob Ramsey needed to go.
3: Bob Ramsey needed to go. Don't let the and, door hit uh, you on the way out, Bob. That's right. right. Moving and, right along. And, and, <laughs> and with the help of your endorsement, I won a write-in campaign to the State Executive Committee of the Tennessee Republican Party. And so what we're hoping to do is to breathe some life into the grassroots here in Blunt County, We're a 71 percent Trump electorate and we should have elected officials and we should have all of our local party organizations should be as conservative and as vibrant as the voters deserve.
1: Yes. Well said. Cheryl, talk about what you know. talk about uh, your background and how you got engaged.
0: I was raised by a very conservative father. Uh, he is my drive, my passion. He gave me my passion. Um, he passed away a couple of years ago and he would be so proud today. Uh, but he gave me that passion. At my local elementary school instilled patriotic love and the love of America and support. And that's what I want to see here in Blount County. My driving force to begin with was, of course, the change, but our schools do not represent, do not learn about the Constitution. They don't have, we have Constitution Week. It's a federal law that all school districts in America, and it's a Tennessee state law that all school districts should observe Constitution Week, and we don't do that. And we called that to the board's attention this week, actually. Mm -hmm. But that is my desire. We is to instill in our children the love of country and the history that our country is founded on, the accurate real history. Mm -hmm. And so that has drove me for years. I've always loved politics. I've been distantly involved, never in anything, Uh, but when this opportunity came and God brought all these people together, and we've seen some major miracles happen with that, mm-hmm. and we are going to see the change that we are looking for. It's going to be blessed, and, and I'm just happy to be a part of it.
1: Well, that is awesome, guys. Well, <clears throat> Mark, tell us about some of the problems you are seeing specifically in Blunt County. Uh, you know, it's one thing, government's never, it's never really very good, uh, nobody would go to a government restaurant nobody would want to go to a government mechanic but for some reason we've decided to get ourselves into education and a bunch of really complex things that even nonprofits and for-profits struggle to succeed in and government t- typically doesn't do complex things very well that the marketplace also does and so what were some of the specific problems if you could name three or four that made y'all want to get after this
3: well the things that you know, really got us concerned was, uh, for instance, the public library, when we started, when we moved here and started paying attention, there was a transgender activist who was employed by the public library in charge of youth programming. And we wondered, how could a library that has a multimillion dollar budget financed by the taxpayers in a supposedly Republican community surrender control of the uh, programming? to a transgender activist. Well, it's because the elected officials were lazy and were appointing people to oversee the library who basically were not doing a very good job. And uh, you could see other examples of this that uh, the library uh, had uh, provided rent-free office space to a social service agency that uh, was dedicated to helping the homeless, so in effect, inviting the homeless people to hang out at the library, which we thought was contrary to both the intention of the taxpayers in financing the library, and also the function of the library is not to be a social service agency. And the reason that these things happen, and the same thing with the schools, is that the parents and the taxpayers and the voters are not pushing back. But in order to push back, you have to pay attention, you have to be informed, and you have to get engaged. So we've seen a much higher degree of engagement in the school board meetings, uh, people talking back to their elected officials this most recent election. We defeated the only Democrat on our county commission and replaced uh, her with a a woman, a conservative woman who is part of our coalition. And more importantly, the other 20 commissioners are being more attentive to the concerns of the voters and so we're seeing pushback on things, spending boondoggles, uh, uh, other things, and so elected officials will listen to whoever is talking to them the loudest, and it's our job as conservative voters to be talking to our elected officials so that they will listen.
1: I agree. Um, Jennifer, talk a little bit about, you know, how your group organized. Um, Yeah, I've, I've I'm going to try to put together next year. I couldn't do it this year, mainly because I was distracted by my house, but next year I want to put together a really good, thorough candidate trailing training, something that you think the Republican party in Tennessee would do, or at the, at the local level would do. They apparently don't do that. I used to be involved heavily in, in federal races uh, and used to educate and instruct people on that. And I find that we send candidates out there to run for office and, and they don't know very much. Uh, so you've got to be organized, uh, it's one thing to, to bring people together, but you've got to be effective. Talk about some of the things that you did that you think uh, made your organization or your group uh, more effective so that other people that are listening can maybe pick up on some of that in their local community.
2: Okay. Um, well, it's really interesting. So when we, we thought we were going to go a different route, and um, when we, we got involved with USPA and we started our local chapter it's more of a grassroots organization. It doesn't have maybe the national attention other groups have, and so um, we we started meeting after after we all met. We started getting together for coffee, just a you know a core group of leaders, and we don't we uh, Smoky Mountain Pie didn't endorse certain candidates. We supported the ones that we met, and two of the school board we met one of the uh, guys who replaced a seat. We met him one time, and he just said, hey, I'm just a dad. He came to Mark's meeting, and he was like, I'm just a dad who wanted to get involved. And we really haven't seen him since. Like, it wasn't that we pushed him. it just he, he was a dad who cared and stepped up to the plate. He got elected. Another one of the guys, we hadn't even really had a lot of contact with him. He won his election. Um, the Erica Moore, who we did support and got involved in, in what you were talking about in the campaign part of it, we um we did the door knocks we um she's not on social media you'll love this she's and everybody's like you can't win this race you're not on social media and she said i'm gonna run my race the way i want to run and she started meeting with teachers and meeting with principals and having conversations with people and she she kind of did it the old-fashioned way and and just got to know pastors and and find concerns in the schools and so we just came alongside whoever, whatever parent was willing to be involved. We didn't go out and handpick and push people. We just, we just supported the people who wanted to run. And so that's Cheryl and I, I mean, we did the old door knocking and handed out flyers. We, we, we paint pounded the pavement a little bit. And uh those are neat conversations. Um, we had by handing out a flyer, we had a homeowner, call our candidate, went to her website, not her Facebook page, went to her website and said, you know, your opponent's signs are all over my neighborhood, but I want to hear what you have to say. And she said, can I come over? And she went to their house and they had a conversation and she said, I'm changing my vote and I'm talking to my neighbors. So it really is a grassroots organization here. Is, um, and then she had a fantastic turnout. Um, She had the biggest margin, I think, of the three candidates that took Mm -hmm. the new seat. So we're excited for her. Um, We wanted to support her. But really, it was just a lot of old-fashioned, hey, parents, you know, let's have conversations with your neighbors. And um, this week at the school board, we had uh, over a dozen pastors say, hey, we're here. We want to pray before these meetings. We want to get involved. We want our our church members to know what happens. because You know, it's, you know, the pushback, it's not fun um, sometimes to have the pushback, and, and people criticize what you're doing, but these pastors have taken a stand, and there's several organizations like Mark, and, and I, th- I think even our um, GOP group here in Blount County, I think they've got a new sense of fire, you know, so I think for so long, people just, we wanna we want to be loving and kind, and we want to just assume the best of everything. And I wanna say quickly that with our teachers and administrators, we've, we've we've been on this train for about a year, digging in deep and uh, learning more. And these, this is not about administrators and teachers. They're fantastic. They're pouring their lives into these kids. This is about a system that they are being hijacked. And we've dug deep enough to see that. And so we wanna make sure that we know we love our teachers. We support our teachers. Sm- uh, Smoky Mountain Pie adopted a classroom last week, and we're pouring for the whole semester. We're giving them pizza parties and supplying supplies, giving them supplies and coats or shoes, anything they need in their classroom. We want to make a positive impact on our community.
1: Well, the two things there I pick up on is for some reason, they think that the 11th commandment now is be nice. And when I read through the scriptures, there's a whole lot of speaking truth to the power. There's a whole lot of fighting back against the political establishment people take Romans out of way out of context. That's a, you know, that was, you know, Jesus trying to escape entrapment. And uh, we've got a great speaker at the Tennessee Freedom Summit. And I want to call her by her her married name, Lowry. Uh, I think it's now, but I want to call her by her her, uh, maiden name. But she's speaking uh, about, you know, getting your church engaged. They've got a great civics program. And uh if pastors uh don't start talking about the culture, they're they not gonna be able to uh open their church in the culture. And we saw, you know, even our own governor called Christians that wanted to get together during the pandemic selfish. And uh yeah. that's coming from the right, left, and center. So we got to be careful as Christians to make sure that we we do engage in the culture. So wow. guys, y'all have been kind with your time. Uh going around Robin again, I'm gonna start with with uh Cheryl now. Um And then go to Mark and Jennifer, if if you had like one or two words to say to parents um, or subscribers or anyone who's like, you know, I really want to I want to get involved in my local community. I want to get involved in county government. I want to get involved in, in our local school system. I don't know where to start. I don't feel like I'm equipped. I don't feel like I have the expertise or the knowledge to do this. Uh, I don't want to face any pushback. I don't want to be seen as weird. Folks that are on the fence, they know they need to do something, but they've not been called, called yet to do it. Uh, Cheryl, what would you say to them?
0: Show up. Show up. Show up at the meetings, whether you're there to speak or just support or be there with the parents that are speaking. Show up because your attendance and your being there and them seeing you makes a difference.
3: Okay. Mark? So, I'd say that people think incorrectly that you have to be uh, a political professional to be involved in politics. All you have to do is be an engaged citizen. And back in Thomas Jefferson's day, everybody was a yeoman farmer, but they were engaged citizens. And we still need to be engaged citizens. And you can do this, you must do this. It's your obligation as a citizen to be involved. And anybody can. you know, become informed, become engaged, and uh, become, you know, democracy is not a spectator sport. If you don't participate, you can't win. Jennifer?
2: Um, I'd probably have to say pray. Pray and just be obedient to what he asks you to do, Um, and some things you want to do, and it's fun, and it feels good to get a raw, and some things bring, as you know, um, bring the battle on, and so be brave and be obedient that's what I would say
1: well guys this has been a great interview and I think this is a, a great lead-in if you want to see some of these fun folks live and in, in person uh, do join us at the Tennessee Freedom Summit uh, okay. my job is really just to get you know you said show up when you just show up to things you meet folks it's like you know the yes. molecules come together and all of a sudden it's like okay I'm just here well and this person well I'm just here well now we're here Ooh, and it's not well, I'm here. It's we're here. And then it's we're here and, we're here and we're here and we're here and we're here. And then the we're keeps getting bigger. And then finally, somebody said, well, we got to do something. What are we going to do? And then You start trying to figure out the practical part of what to do. And uh, there's not a better place to do it. Uh, and, fo- and and this is not this. It's going to be a, we're going to have a lot of quality in this crowd, people that really, really care, care. And uh, I'd rather I'd rather be uh, in the special ops than the general infantry and coming to the summit you are in the special ops crowd of folks engaged in tennessee politics so please do come live or virtually guys thank you for your time this has been thank a lot of fun you. Thank, thank you brandon you.
0: Appreciate it. We'll,
1: all right we'll see guys you
0: next weekend.
1: see you next weekend listen mm-hmm. folks if you've enjoyed this interview please do go to tennesseeconservativenews.com hit that red subscribe button Uh, look for Tennessee Conservative, wherever you get your uh, podcasts. And I will see you next week in Nashville, Tennessee, freedomsummit.com. Take care. Thank
3: Thank you. Thank you.